Hi, and welcome. I'm Z. And I'm Keith. And we're going to tell you about the movie that we just watched. But first, a little bit of a heads up. Some of the movies we watch deal with heavy subject matters. In order to talk about these emotionally delicate things and the heavy subject matters that we sometimes cover, we add humor and crude language to add some levity and to process our own trauma. If that doesn't feel fun or safe for you, we completely understand. Please take care of yourself first and foremost. And we spoil the end of pretty much every movie that we watch. Now you know. (laughs) On with the show. great then we don't have to talk about it yep no but that means i'll talk about it i'll talk all oh okay i'll talk all about it baby so in the the, you'll be so okay i'm gonna read this to you i'm gonna read this to you this is bonkerinos hello and welcome to the oh hi the podcast hey y'all we're talking about the crying game follow us on the the instagram yeah follow us like and subscribe become a patron do that so we can eat. That'd be great. Thank that you very much. That would be great, yeah. I'd love to eat right now. Jay Davidson's theatrical film day blue. <laughs> okay. How old was he? I wonder. 21. Oh, I don't know. Probably, like, yeah. I don't know. I'll look it up in a second. Sorry. 21 years younger than uh, Stephen Ray. Stephen Ray. <laughs> So hot. In this movie, Stephen <laughs> Ray plays a member of the Irish Republican Army. In his actual life, now you need to buckle up for this, okay? Right. Buckle up for this. This is not our usual, this is not the usual IMDb shit that I'm reading. In his actual life, Ray was married for 20 years to Dolores Price, a member of the IRA who participated in a car bombing at London's Old Bailey in 1973. Fuck yeah. For her part in the bombing, Price was given a life sentence, though she actually only served seven years in prison. Ray and Price were married during the time. Sorry. Ray and Price were married during the time that Ray filmed The Crying Game. They divorced in 2003, and Price died in 2013. In a posthumously released interview, Price admitted to also playing a role in one of the most notorious unsolved crimes of the quote unquote troubles era. The 1972 kidnapping and murder of a Belfast mother of 10 named Jean McConville, whose disappearance remained an open mystery until her body was found in 2003. Strange same year that she and Ray got divorced. Yeah. I was like, well then, well then, okay. Fuck yeah. (laughs) That's crazy. Um... Damn. Interestingly enough, um, this movie was like most people were afraid to like give money to it because of the twist as they, you know, the whatever. And not because of its sympathetic portrayal of the IRA. And right. And the reason why most people wanted to see it was. Because of that, that ended up being right. Um, I see. Okay, so this is a movie that I think is actually really interesting, and I think especially for 1992, it it really is an interesting sort of look at transness and how it's how it's received and how it's understood and not understood. And I don't think Mm -hmm. it's, yeah. I know that this is like, 
I don't know. Like it's hard. I, I feel, I feel bad because I feel like a lot of people are like, this is a terrible, like not just this. I mean like in general, someone will be like, this is a terrible representation of trans. Like this is right. so transphobic. And it's like in some ways, yeah, that can be seen. But in a lot of ways, I think stuff like this is interesting because of its portrayal of the time, like talking about something. Yeah. She's not the villain of the story. No. She's essentially the person that is trying to be protected from a lot of things by both sides. Like like from because um Jody is the English army or something. I don't know. Jody is Yeah. And Ray is the is in the IRA. So both of these people from the, these different worlds are trying to protect this woman. She just happens to be trans and that's just a thing, you know. So it's it's interesting, you know, how she's portrayed and how yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's I don't think it's as villainous as the way people responded to it was, if that makes sense. Villainous? Yeah, like I don't think her the way that her transness is is written and yeah. performed and and showcased in this movie isn't wasn't done in a way to villainize her or to make her a oh. liar or to make her not a real woman no, or anything uh, like that. But the way that people responded to it was more right. of that than the actual performance. I mean, I think it's really, you know, uh, now that I have the context of seeing Mona Lisa, mm-hmm. it's really, it's the same story or a very similar story yeah. or, you know, it's like definitely like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, very, you know, that's superficial, but also they're kind of, It's still about... Ro- the fucking ending is the same. Yeah. <laughs> that was the thing right. where I was like... Somebody gets shot. Like, no, she's <laughs> the one that shoots them. Remember? Because, like, she, oh. like, she shoots them in what she just shoots. And he's like, oh, are you going to shoot me next? And she's like, maybe. Yeah. Like, and that's, like, almost exactly how the crying <laughs> game ends. That's why I was like, oh, my God. Like, holy yeah. shit. Yeah. I mean, I think it, you know, in the very similar in the ways of the way things get projected onto, especially by men, mm-hmm. the objects of their attention, yeah, attentions, you know, like, yeah, and the problems that leads to, yeah, and like. But it's very confusing. I mean, this is what's interesting about these two movies in particular. And, like, I guess from what we've watched of his, of Neil Jordan's films, I, I, you know, which is only two, three others. Yeah. Uh, Four others at least. Because we had three. Anyway. Are you talking about? Mona Lisa and this one? Yeah. And then, oh, okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I was like. Um, yeah, sorry. Oh, there's so much about like the way it's shot. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this movie does it even more than Mona Lisa, if I remember. Mm-hmm. But like all the shit in Dill's apartment that's like all the, <laughs> you know, the, yeah. ta- the drapes. And yeah, yeah, <laughs> the, yeah. You know, she's always shot very glamorously and like. yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I think it's very male gazy in the way of in yeah. the filmic language yeah, of yeah, like yeah. an object of desire. Right. You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's not really ever undermined, even no. when he, you know, <laughs> cuts her hair and yeah stuff. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting. Yeah. And he like he's not doing it. He's doing it the this is I mean I don't know how it would it would feel you know but like I feel like the reason he's doing it is not because he's like trying to like 
shame her or make her like you're really a guy or anything. Conversion like therapy. That. Yeah, he's literally doing it because he in like it seems like no one thinks of you as anything other than a woman. Right. No one's going to suspect that you're anything other than a woman. So this and you don't want to be the anything other than a woman. So to do this is going to be is you're going to fly so far under the radar. Yeah, so tell me what you, my interpretation of what what's his name Fergus? Yeah. Jimmy <laughs> was planning was to have Dill be in the judges like to set him up to make it look like he was with a man rather than his normal sex worker as a way to get out. Like what, what was the plan? Why were they in the hotel? Cause he where... says he, I was trying to get out of something. So meaning the murder. Yeah. So I don't know necessarily what his plans were, but I assumed that he got the hotel to not be at his place or her place so that they wouldn't know yeah. where. But isn't it the same hotel that the judge goes to? Oh, I don't for know. His... I don't know if it is. Um, I don't remember. I, I, I couldn't All right. quite tell that part. I wasn't yeah. sure. Um, but I assumed what he was trying to do was to make sure that they didn't take Dell mm -hmm. as collateral. Mm -hmm. So he would need to hide her right. in plain sight. Mm -hmm. And the only way to really do that is to, you know, cut off her hair and make her dress like Jody. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure exactly what he was planning on doing or if that's, if I'm supposed to know. Um, yeah. Okay. But, I think if anything, he was wanting a quick getaway for like no matter what mm -hmm. was going on for them. And I think what he was trying to do, I I assumed what he was trying to do was play it off like he was going to do it and then disappear with Dell. Uh -huh. And but they weren't at either of their places, so they couldn't find them. And that's why right. he was freaking out when in the morning when of, she ran off. No, when she had him tied to the bed on the morning. Oh of, yeah yeah yeah. And he was like, I have to go <laughs> because he knew that they were going to come. Yeah, to work, right, right, you know? right. Um, so, yeah. I, watching it last night, I had like this, I don't want to say visceral, because but almost. So, like I said, I, I, I remembered seeing it on the television when I was like, I don't know, I was probably like a teenager or maybe even younger than that. And it was like watching it late at night on television. Because sometimes this was like a strange thing that would happen. Every now and then they would play movies like on like a Friday or Saturday night. And they would play like interesting movies like late at night, like at one in the morning on like, mm -hmm. you know, the weird, obscure um, channels. And what does that mean? Um, like Fox or the WB or whatever, or okay. whatever. Um, and it would, but it would be like the local affiliate was showing it. It wasn't like, right. It wasn't like, you know. Whatever. Right. Cause the. Right. Whatever there's no national exactly. programming for right. those hours. Right. And. Nationwide program. And so I would see like interesting movies. Like I saw like, I think dog fight. Oh wow. I saw that, you know, you know. The one with Lily Taylor. Yes, it is. Which is like it's not a great movie, but like I don't, mm -hmm. I would never have seen no. that or know about that movie right. otherwise. And that was like one of my first introductions to Lily Taylor. LOL, being an uggo. <laughs> I know, it's so ridiculous. Anyway, so yeah, but I remember that I I only saw the end of it, so I didn't know. I only saw past the point mm. that Dell's hair was cut, so I had no oh, idea wow. of anything that went on. So I remember, I was like, oh my God, I remember this so well. I remember it, I felt like, I was like, this is the naughtiest thing I've ever seen in my life because she ties him to the bed. Oh, right. And like, I didn't know because of how it's coded, I didn't know 
the gender. Like I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I thought it was. I thought he was supposed to be a boy. Mm-hmm. And the you know I thought Jay Davidson was supposed to be a boy because that's how he was dressed in the movie. And so he's got like really like long nails, and he like puts the tape in the thing and like hits play. And I was like, mm-hmm. this is so like, you know, queer. You know, I was like, oh my god. And then he's like, for whatever reason, this has got to be a root for me. Stephen Ray is tied to the bed and Del like is like, tell me you want me and like, tell me that you, and he's mm-hmm. like, okay. You know, he's like, of course I like you, Del. And I was like, this is so fuck. I was like, I don't know. I was like 11 or 12 and I was like, this is so hot. I was like, oh my God, what the fuck? I thought it was like the hottest fucking thing I'd ever seen in my life. <clears throat> you know, like, a, you know, a girly boy being like, tell me you like me. Tell me you like me. <laughs> I was like, tell me you'd do anything for me. And I was like, ah! <laughs> I mean, that always be true. <laughs> and that was, I was like, oh, right. Yeah. This was like, and, and also like, why is this cricket bowler tying up this guy? <laughs> this late night I talk show know, host. I didn't know. This is also a thing. This was also a thing that really confused this 80s me. This stand up Because comedian. I have, I remember when he looks out the window and she's running away, like in the like courtyard or whatever. And like, she looks back and she's like running away in the cricket outfit mm-hmm. out the window. I remember that. Like that is a, that is oh, a, okay. Burned into my brain memory. I remember that, and so when I watched it the first, when I watched like the whole thing the first time, and you see <laughs> Jody, who's played by Forrest Whitaker, and he's wearing that outfit, I was like, "That's not what I remember." Oh, <laughs> I was, I was like, "What?" Because that happens earlier in the film than <laughs> that scene. Yeah, and you just repeatedly see, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> That's not what. They look what I was like. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember him looking like that because he didn't. It's still the later <laughs> years. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember this at all. But the trivia said that there's several lines of dialogue. Again, I don't recall this that imply that that Dell is supposed to Dill is supposed to be like significantly or older than Stephen Ray's character. Like her character is supposed to be older than his character, and I'm like, I, even if you said that, oh, wow. I no one's gonna pick up on that because she's like 20 and he's like not. <laughs> he is not 20. <laughs> he is. But it's Stephen Ray, so he's probably like 25 in this. <laughs> Gosh, he, he looks like I do now. He's so attractive in this movie, though, because he's cute. such a simpy little cuck. Yeah. And he, he does, what I like is when, like, he, like, figures out, like, you know, I mean, he's shitty about it, but he's also not. Like, he's just, like, still following her around and, like, acting the same simpy way. And he's just, like, I can't believe, you know, this thing. And she's, like, yeah, okay. I thought you knew because I'm at a homosexual bar, you idiot. And he was just, like, I don't know. Anyway, I'm going to follow you home. Can we see each other well, tomorrow? Because he's still driven by yeah. his guilt, basically. And it, I, it ends with, like, also, also like, at the end when um, Miranda Richardson is there and she's being such a bitch. She's such a bitch. But she is. She's like, what is it? Like, she says, like, all kinds of, like, really fucking oh, really? shit. Yeah. She's like, what is oh, that I remember. Yeah. She says some shit. That. Yeah. She's like, get it away from me. And she's like, yeah, really? yeah. She's like being a bitch. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. And. Is that right before she gets shot? And, yeah. Okay. As like, and then Dill like shoots her. But she's like shooting her. And it's like, hits her like in the fucking like leg and the side and the hand and then the net. So many places. And like, again, that's one of those things where it was like so violent to me as a kid yeah like because she just kept shooting no yeah and like i was like oh my god you know and that's another thing about his films especially these earlier ones yeah right and i i talked about it in the butcher boy because i remembered you know when Mm -hmm. i'd seen it at the time i would have been put off by the yeah tone of the violence right but it like it's very impactful in his movies because right it, it can be like gory sort of, but it's not, you're not 
supposed to think light of it at right. the same time. Exactly. It's like you're supposed to be gravity. grossed out by yeah. it. You're supposed to be uncomfortable by it. And that yeah, that's also something I appreciate about his work. Um uh what was I gonna say? Um Jody's death. Yeah. For instance. Yeah. Jesus. Oh my God. I did not remember that whatsoever. I barely remembered the beginning part, but that part I was like, what? I don't remember this. What is this? Fucking resurrection? Yeah. Right. That's exact. That's all I could think I of. They hit him with the a car. They hit him with a car. And then, <laughs> and then they hit him with another car and drag him under the... T- <laughs> My favorite part is it's, that the nobody cares. They just go ahead and do their mission anyway. Which and is also, to blow also, the fuck out I of that know, greenhouse. Also, I like that obviously they're going there because they know that that's where they took him. Yeah. And they're just like... Whatever. <laughs> they don't give a shit. They're like, oh, he's dead. Whatever. We don't care. Also, a great burn on the military that um, they yeah. only killed two people out of five. <laughs> well, I guess three. three. One in, unintentionally, assuming that... A car unintentional. <laughs> Exactly right. Um, <clears throat> I will say the only thing I really remember is that uh, the penis is pointed to the side in a way that I remember. <laughs> I remember it being so much smaller than it actually is. Yeah, same. That I too. was like, that too. That is not. That is soft. But it's not. It's not shrimpy. It's not, sh- no, and like it's soft, but it ain't gone. Like yeah. it's not, it hasn't left the building. I was just you like, you think it's a prosthetic? No. You think, you think there's a double? No, because it goes, it goes down. It's just like, it's a shot. Okay. I always, I remember the first time I watched it and being like, <laughs> really? You had no idea? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, this is so surprising. Okay, sure. Like, she gets the best dialogue. She has the best lines. Yeah. Well, the scene after the reveal or whatever, mm-hmm. when she comes to his work site. Oh my god! All that shit is amazing. And the guy, <clears throat> whoever, Mister Devereaux or whatever, yeah. who owns the building or whatever, or he's the developer or whatever he is. And I said he's Henry Thomas's character in uh, <laughs> in Bly. Yeah, <laughs> I like when he's like, "Have you ever picked up your teeth with broken, broken fingers? fingers?" Oh, so good. And then as she's leaving, she goes, "He didn't answer you." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah! <laughs> it's so good. Do it on your own time, Pat. What? Whatever it is she does for you. That was her. I'd consider that an insult. Look, you consider it how you like. Just get the bloody tart out of here. Did you ever pick your teeth up with broken fingers? What's that supposed to mean? Simple question. Come on, dear. He didn't answer, honey. But, like, that's the thing where I'm like, you know, I'm not saying that this is perfect. I'm not saying this is flawless. I'm not saying... But, like, no. Neil Jordan didn't... He wrote a fucking character. He didn't write a fucking... Correct. Like punchline yes he wrote a scene where a girl has a dick but like what the fuck ever like he also did not immediately like you know the only thing i think that is kind of somewhat weird about it is how stephen ray pukes or whatever but also i think i don't know i was watching it last night and i'm like there's there's an ins there's like Aspects of it, I think, where we're like obviously a a man and a trans woman are not the same thing, and like I don't even think that like I mean like you you obviously could, but like you're not gonna approach sex the same way with a man as you would a trans woman. You know, you're not gonna there's not gonna be just like an assumption of hey man, a hole's a hole. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't matter. I'm I'm saying like from whatever, any gender. That's my that's my sincere opinion. I'm standing by it. <laughs> I just mean what I'm saying is like, 
you're not going to do the same thing. You're not going to like walk into a situation assuming that the exact same things are going to happen because Uh you're just not like it's, you know. Well, if you're any person of. (laughs) If you're, yeah, if you're a good person, you're going to walk into every sexual situation and and be like, what's going to happen next? Because I can't make assumptions here, but whatever. Yeah. Um, What you're saying though is I just, (laughs) all I'm trying to point out is you're, what you're saying is a, is the difference between what people call <laughs> is the distinction people make between heteronormative sex and right. queer sex. <laughs> right, yes, correct. But I think what I'm saying is like the there's not gonna be like you can be a straight guy, you can be straight mm-hmm. and sleep with trans women. But if you're straight, you're not gonna sleep with another man. You know, so that's right. like a thing where like it's approached differently because obviously it would be because you might like it's a, it's just a, it's a whole different thing because one's a woman, one's a man, and just because the woman has a penis doesn't mean that she's a man. So you're not going to have sex with her like you would with a man. It doesn't matter what you're doing. It doesn't matter what kind of thing you're doing. And I'm not like I'm not even saying literally. Like it doesn't matter what sex act you're doing. It's not mm-hmm. going to be like having sex with a man because you're not. So, period. With that being said, he he does, he, in, like, Stephen Ray's character encounters a penis twice in this movie. When you see and when you don't. And it's, you know, when he's, Jody's forcing him, not forcing, like, in a, you know, but forcing in the sense of, like, putting him in a situation where he has no choice but to confront his own feelings about things Mm -hmm. and he like he jody is a prisoner so the story is basically if you've never seen it jody (laughs) is the british army i think british army and the ira kidnaps him and there's they're like if if to try to force a prisoner exchange right to get a prisoner exchange jody's like this is never going to happen y'all are going to end up killing me Mm -hmm. and stephen ray's character kind of befriends him they sort of just like started back and forth and they start essentially becoming friends. And then like um, Jody's character played by Forrest Whitaker tells him, tells Stephen Ray about his girlfriend back home. Special friend. <laughs> and he never says girlfriend. He doesn't. I no. thought he says wife at some point or something. Uh, she's my type. She'd be anybody's type. Don't you think of it, fucker. Why not? She's mine. Anyway, she wouldn't suit you. No? Absolutely not. She your wife? I guess you could say that. You make a nice couple. So he... um, He tells Stephen Ray about Dill. And he shows him a picture of her and Stephen Ray's like, he's like, she's, he's like, she's my type. And Stephen Ray's like, she's everyone's type. <laughs> Ooh la la. It's like, I, what is it about her? Um, so <laughs> like, you know, and then Jody's character, like he knows he's going to die and he's like, you have to go find Dill and you have to just tell her that I was thinking about her. Like you just, that's what you have to do. Like if I'm going to die, you have to do this for me. Mm-hmm. Which is what makes Stephen Ray sort of encounter her in the first place. Mm-hmm. But while they're developing this friendship, Jody, like he's like, I ha- he has to pee, and so Stephen Ray takes okay. him outside to pee, and he's like, he's handcuffed or he's like, his hands are tied behind his back, and he's like, I have to pee, and he's like, then pee, and he's like, you literally, he's like, you have to take my dick out or he's like you have to untie me and he's like i'm not gonna untie you and he's like then you have to take my dick out and he's like i'm not gonna touch your dick and he's like bro right literally what are we doing out here like he's like do you want me to piss myself right and he's like oh so steven ray takes his dick out and he pees and then he's like okay and he's like are you done and he's like yeah and he's like let's go and he's like bro you have to put my dick back in my pants and he's like 
he's like, I can't do it. He's like, oh my God, like what the fuck? And so he's like confronting him with like this thing where you're looking at this and it's so interesting to see how like this person is literally helpless. There is nothing that they can do. There is no sexuality. There's no sexual right. act in this, in this putting your hand on another man's penis. And he's still so there's still this level of like toxic masculinity that's like making him feel like mm-hmm. if he touches a wiener, he's fucking gay, you know, and he's but he does it anyway. Like he takes care of it. Right. It's amazing how these small details take on such importance. Is it? Now put it back in. Give us a break. I can't do it. It's only a piece of meat. For fuck's sake, it's got no major diseases. Thank you. And but he doesn't then lash out at Jody or do anything. Right. And and he he when it's his turn to kill Jody, or when he gets he can't really do it. Right. And then Jody ends up accidentally dying. Like he doesn't, he never kills Jody. You know, Jody just happens to die. And so it's this thing of like, he's being confronted with his own ideas of masculinity and what being a man is and what Mm -hmm. love is and what caring about someone is. And the two people in his life, essentially, like, cause he's, there's, Miranda Richardson plays Jude. Jude. And she's the person who's he's essentially sleeping with as the, when the movie starts. And then when this whole thing happens, oh, like jo- when Jody gets killed, he gets killed by the English army that come in, just blow all the shit to hell. And so Jude and this other guy. Peter. Know. Oh, Peter. I was going to say Trippin. I don't know. Tip Tippy. Get they they escape and everyone else dies. So uh, Stephen Ray and but Stephen Ray doesn't know that he just runs mm-hmm. away because why wouldn't he? Yeah. And he starts a new life as a new person. Goes to England. Yep. Like completely London. starts over and he ends up finding Dill. And then kind of courting her a little bit. I don't think at first he intends to. Right. You know, he just wants to see her. He gets a haircut by her. And then he sort of is taken by her. And then he sees, like, he wants to rescue her and, like, be her hero or whatever. And he likes her. And I think it's really interesting that, like, he... I feel like it's, I don't, I mean, maybe it's not supposed to be like, the, uh, like a side by side of like his, like actually literally interacting with a penis <laughs> two times in right. the movie. But I think it's supposed to be sort of like, how, like that doesn't mean anything. Right. Like that sort of like. Well, and that, <clears throat> the earlier scene, the yeah. pee scene, pissing scene. <laughs> He's like, it's it's just a piece of meat. Yeah. And then I remember, I can't remember exactly, but he also, he's like, you got to hold my hand so I can lean forward and not piss on myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, isn't it funny how the littlest thing? Yeah. I forget what he says. But yeah, he's like, the littlest things make, or yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, feel yeah. like that's a, right. maybe a, a, a. Right, but it's, I think, I mean. I, I hate comparing those two scenes and that's why I wanted to make the, the distinction well, you know between like you yeah. like interacting with a man's penis and interacting with a woman, not the same thing. And I don't yeah. consider them the same thing and I wouldn't presume that they're the same thing, but that I think I mean, that's that, what feels like the point of that is. Yeah. hundred percent. Is like one of these things is something that he is, doesn't care about, isn't interested in. And the other one is presented to him as, it's everything you want with this thing that you have a presumption about <laughs> attached to it. Yeah. And so I I don't I feel like there's a I don't want to if you have a point about this I was it. just saying I feel like the 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 there is a point to, to doing those two scenes yes. and there is a, a sense of like 
what are you afraid of? Right. That's that's asked. Like, what is it? Are you afraid that you might like this? Why? Right. You know, and, and that question is being asked of this character, but also it's not a joke. It's not right. funny. It's right. not laughable. I mean, Jody gives him some shit afterwards. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, that part's funny, but I mean, like, the, the, yeah, yeah. the character sort of, like... The characterization of, of right. it is not whatever. Anyway, mm-hmm. go ahead. Uh, I just noticed that there's also a parallel. I don't, I assume it's intentional of when early on when uh, Jude is honeypotting Jody. <laughs> yeah, and they've or it's right before they jump him. Yeah. Uh, and he, Jody, has her, his hand on her thigh and is going, moving up her skirt, oh, and she yeah. stops him. There's oh, a parallel with, with Dill and Fergus. Yeah. The first time they make out, or I don't know if it's the first time they make out, but first time they go back to her place. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she. She stops him and then blows him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but. Much less intimate. Um. Yeah, also... Um, Thing is, she, I didn't even fancy her. Um, also, it's interesting that he's holding... Jody's holding Jude's hand when he's taking a piss. He makes her hold his hand while he pees. Oh, that's right. Which I love. I've experienced that. That's... Yeah, not often does the character get to pee on camera, much less twice. <laughs> but also, yeah, one time, one time I hooked up with a lesbian named Mary, bleep that out. And she... What was, what was the last name? I have no idea. I don't know. I never learned. What'd you say? Um, I said I said bleep that out. Last name, bleep that out. Last name, bleep. So, <laughs> what was the last name again? <laughs> I thought you were doing a joke. So. <laughs> I was, but. I didn't really understand what you said. And then. <laughs> I, then I was trying to get. Yeah, anyway, whatever. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, I was between relationships at the time. And I probably talked about this because it was very, it was very impactful. Anyway. How you didn't shit for five days? <laughs> That and still managed to do a hookup. I that know. is the most Herculean. <laughs> I know. Yeah. She was thing. like, she was fingers deep in me. And I was like, if I shit this bed, I'm killing myself. None of the fingers were in my butt. So I was safe. But. Um, fingers deep is very <laughs> confusing term. Thank you. You didn't say wrist deep or knuckle no, deep. No, I'm or... saying that she had fingers. <laughs> she, was, she was penetrating me so this digitally. Th- <laughs> I said fingers deep. That means there was oh, okay. more than one finger in there. Like two, uh, you know, a <laughs> finger of gin or whatever, a booze. That's a, a knuckle of gin. You're a knuckle of gin. <laughs> anyway, we held hands. We like met up at a bar, like uh, like me and my friend that I was going to visit, and some friend and her friend and friends. We all met up at a bar. And from the moment I got there, she held my hand the Aww. entire fucking night. Aww. And when and we even went to the bathroom together, Aww. holding hands. And then we went into two te- separate stalls. And when we came out, we washed our hands and we held hands and went back Aww. again. Isn't that so sweet? So yeah, that scene when he's like holding her hand, I'm like, oh, that's how you should have known that there was any amount of queerness within any character in that. Yeah, right. Because they were holding hands with me. Because that's not. It's not a heteronormative thing. <laughs> Speaking of hookups, you wanted me to tell a story about. I a, do. I a would certain love hookup that. I did had, and <laughs> I I was not between relationships. <laughs> I was more like Jody, and that I shouldn't have been. <laughs> and this isn't a fun memory for me, uh, not because of the context, not because of the right, events, right, right, but right. I was like already had kind of cheated on my partner and. It was a dark time in the alliance. Anyway. What year? What was it? Like 90s? Fuck, I was trying to think. <clears throat> no, it wasn't that early, but it would have been like 96 or something. I would have been like 21 or something. Mm-hmm. Anyway, What's I got picked 90s? up off the street yeah. by a person. 
who I perceived as female, and then they turned out to have a penis, and I didn't vomit. Yeah, you didn't. Which vomit. is the part you wanted me to? Yeah, you didn't. <laughs> you received it, or I received. I don't know how you. I don't know what happened, but you didn't react poorly. No, I. Yeah, in the moment, I remember being like, oh, "Okay, I guess <laughs> <clears throat> that's fine." I don't. Yeah. Right. Mostly I was just like, I, okay, I don't know how to, what do I do now? <laughs> <laughs> Having not right. had uh, any experience with a penis other than my own, sexually. Yeah. It was okay. I don't think anybody got off. Oh, okay. Well, you know, that's that's not always, that's and not always never... the point of a hookup. Yeah, you didn't exchange numbers or anything. No, we did. Oh wow! Um, but the next time they called, I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I, I remember was... saying I was just remembering this this morning. I was like, "Yeah, I don't think we have that much in common." <laughs> I'm married. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um. No, I lo- I love that story a lot because I feel like. And then. Uh huh. I don't know. How, I. Of course, the timeline is foggy, but I remember <laughs> not too long after that, I got a little bump on my penis, mm-hmm. and I was very terrified that I... It was after it, I'd moved. By that point, I was in Pasadena mm-hmm. when the hookup happened in Riverside. But uh, yeah, and then I went to the doctor, and it turned out just like a zit on the head of my penis. Yeah. It's a stress. That's bump. wild. Yeah. Yeah. Pa- yeah. I was... Yeah, pac- I got shingles on my <laughs> glands. <laughs> You got pacne, penis acne. Pacne, nice. They're <laughs> like, they're like. And I remember I went to the free clinic, on, and on they were like, "You're lucky. Normally, this test would involve shoving a Q-tip way up your urethra." <laughs> Why doesn't it? I don't know. <laughs> Why I got lucky that day, but anyway. Yeah. There's there's a fun little story. Yeah. Hookups are fun until you're like, hookups are always like really fun. And then you're like, I gotta go to the doctor. Don't I? <laughs> <laughs> you always have to be like, fuck, I gotta get tested. Shit. You're always like, yeah, ooh la la. Let's just hook up with a stranger. And then you do. And the next day you're like, shit. Or if you're Amanda Rollins, you get pregnant. Every oh, time. the 4th of July every year. What a patriot. <laughs> would you would you recommend? Sure. Yeah. If you've never seen it, I mean if you somehow If you somehow <laughs> if it's been <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, it's easy at this point. It's old enough that Yeah. It's not impossible to imagine someone had For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A never heard of it, B heard of it but didn't know the controversy around it or whatever. Or assumed the controversy was I different. Think I actually like Mona Lisa better as a film. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I think I think they're tied. I think I think they. I what I like is they're st- a really similar stories, but told from with different intentions. Yeah, and and I I like the ending of this one a little better. Also, to point out that it opens with. When a man loves a woman and ends with stand by your man. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is, I think that's indicative of how it starts now. Because it says when a man loves a woman and then, you know, the beginning is about Jody talking about how much he loves Dill. Mm-hmm. And then it ends with Dill visiting Fergus in prison. Mm-hmm. And it's like stand by your man. So I think it's like, you know. That sort of contrast of. I always feel weird about. Uh, part of it is my own uh, ignorance. Love it. About the troubles. Yeah. But any depiction in films, I'm always like, I don't know what I'm supposed to feel about this, and it always feels very superficial. And yeah. Um, the Long Good Friday is the only time I didn't feel that way because the IRA is invisible for the most part. Yeah. Except for Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Hi. Uh, and the guys they shoot at the Derby or whatever, but mm-hmm. like, uh, I like that because the motive is unclear other than just like causing damage yeah. and chaos. Yeah. 
and he's a like the fact that he's a target and not yeah like things representing the crown or you know yeah. the yeah, yeah, British yeah. occupation or British imperialism, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Yeah. Okay. I was right. Interestingly enough, the film was supposed to be titled "The Soldier's Wife." Uh huh. And Stanley Kubrick told Neil Jordan not to do that because uh, titles that are um, either have like uh, army sort of title, like war titles yeah. or um, religious titles, people make assumptions about them mm-hmm. and they end up uh, kind of bombing. And I guess, so let me see. Uh, Neil Jordan. That's what it says. Hold on. Let me make sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Neil Jordan originally intended to call the movie The Soldier's Wife. His friend Stanley Kubrick recommended a title change because he believed that films with religious or military titles usually deterred audiences and were often financial failures, something Jordan had experienced with The Miracle and We're No Angels. Oh, when The Miracle and We're No Angels flopped at the box office, Jordan selected the new title from the 1960s British pop hit. Okay. Oh, God. Which one is Kubrick's war movie? Is it not... Um, is he Full Metal Jacket or Platoon? Yeah. he. I think he's Full Metal Jacket, I think. Oh, one of... Uh, Platoon is Oliver Stone. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Fuck I'm pretty sure Full Metal Jacket is. Let's see. Jay Davidson is. Is he like my age? Oh, no. He's like. 50? Eight years older than you. He was eight born years? in 1968. Oh, shit. So, like, seven. Yeah, like eight years old. No. Seven years older than you. Damn. Uh, so he was like 23. 24, 25, something like that. Stephen Ray was born in 1946. No, for real? Yeah, totally serious. Wow. We talked about this, I think, in another one of our things. Uh, oh, we've also watched Interview with a Vampire. That's another Jordan jam oh, that's that right. we watched. I always forget about that one. A Jordan jam. J-Jams. I love that this is like literally like Jay Davidson just was found in a bar. Like he was just cast in this because they didn't know they didn't have someone to cast is basically oh. his character, which is also something that's really interesting because Jay Davidson, that's how Jay Davidson dressed. Like Jay Davidson was very like queer and like, mm-hmm. like was always giving, I, mean, I think at least. I love like, all the scenes in the bar. To see the extras, the background. Love it. Also, Carl is a great character. Yeah. And they do that very, it's a very. Jim fucking Broadbent? Like, holy shit. Yeah, I had he? no idea. I mean, he's great. He's and he looks familiar. He's been in everything. He's been in, um, he was in Harry Potter. He was in. <laughs> fucking A. I was going to say, he's no Robbie. Rouge. Robbie Coltrane. Yeah. But, like, Jay Davidson was very, like, it was very apparent that he was queer-coded or, like, you know, I mean, he's gay, so. But, you know, he was very androgynous and ambiguous and had the long hair and, Mm. you know, would do, like, fashion stuff and, Mm. you know, he was just, like, that was something that he was doing, and honestly, I Is didn't he a know. Club kid? He, I don't know. I honestly don't know. <laughs> and like, honestly, like, if like I didn't know until like I was an adult that that he wasn't a trans woman. I always assumed oh. that he kind of was. Uh huh. Um. He's not, <laughs> but also like, I I like that. I love that he has such fluidity. Oh, yeah. Like that's yeah, yeah. so cool. And I think you know, can you say like, oh, you shouldn't? I mean, I'm not necessarily going to call him a cis man because I don't know how he identifies. Sure. I'm assuming, but I'm not going to, you know. But yeah, you probably shouldn't cast 
cis people to play trans characters for right. sure. But this was 1992, you know, and a lot of this was unknown to people at the time. Yeah. And I don't believe in, well, I mean. And it's, I, to me, you know, I'm, I'm not trans, so I'm mm-hmm. not a trans woman specifically. Right. So it's not for me to decide. For sure. To litigate for sure, for this. Sure. But to me, it feels less, it feels more respectful to cast a queer man who did a respectful job. Right. right you know, right. it's clearly, you know, like the character Dill is not. A mockery in any way. No, no. exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> Tragic gay, maybe, you know, like. Not even though, because. But uh, uh, better than like, you know, casting a cis woman. Correct. Or like, right. And then putting a fucking penis on her, which they love doing that <laughs> in the early Did aughts. They? Yeah. Um, and also like, but also I feel like, especially in the early nineties, like it was more dangerous to exist as an out trans person. Yeah. You know? And so like, I feel like it, it was safer for everyone to like, not necessarily out people like that. Like Mm -hmm. it could be like, that wasn't just something like casting someone that was like as a trans person who was trans might end up being even a lot of gay folks didn't correct. Exactly. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. So when people are like, you know, we should have done this. I'm like, yeah, there's reasons why you shouldn't have done that. But I don't think being like, we should have cast real trans people to play. I'm like, okay, I don't know that that would have been safer or a better option for, for, trans people back in the day not saying that like that was a good thing i just mean like right there was a reason <laughs> there was the reason that you didn't know of any is because they didn't feel comfortable and they didn't feel safe being out so right. yeah <laughs> what did it did, have we always existed mm-hmm. have we always been safe to exist Mm-mm. <laughs> like right. it's not so i don't know i always feel weird whenever people are like you know we should have you know we should have done this with a real, you know, trans person in 1991. Okay, would that have been safer for, the for outro, them? For the outro music, I'm going to do the Cheers theme song. Full song. And it's transphobic lyrics. Anyway, I would I would recommend this movie. I would definitely yeah. caveat the shit out of it, but... Yeah, I mean, this is the thing. I, I mean, I, I haven't formulated this very well, so... But... This is a thing. I get it if you don't want to watch this movie as a trans person. Right, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like probably triggering as fuck or potentially. Right. Yeah. You know? Um So that's the thing, like should it not exist? Should it have been handled differently? I don't know. I mean, like especially as you said, given the time. Right. Like He did more for, you know, pardon the pun, exposure of right, trans yeah. people than, you know, given its controversy, which, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. I, who knows how much was intended. Neil Jordan doesn't strike me as someone who's yeah, intentionally sensational. You know what I right, mean? Like, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. I don't think he, like, he's always, like I said, he's always writing stuff with queer people in it. Like Mona yeah. Lisa was like, right. the main character is a queer woman. Yeah. Like. And that's 10 years earlier. Yeah. And it's like, well. Right? No, I think it was like, I don't know, like four or five years ago. You're right. I'm thinking of uh, Good Friday. Oh, yeah. So, like, again, I'm not saying, like, he doesn't write characters. Like, he writes characters. He doesn't write a sensational, like, he doesn't write for sensationalism. He gives you characters and their queerness is oftentimes like tertiary to who they actually are as a character. Like, you know, I mean, the main, yeah. the main issue with Dell is the, the secret that Fergus is keeping from her. Right. That's the main issue is that like, I, that's the bigger basically deal. had a hand in killing your partner. Right. And that's the secret. And it's like, that's more of, a secret than than her supposed secret or whatever. Right. 
Like they both have a secret, you know, and and he sticks around, you know. Fuck off back to Essex. <laughs> and, and yeah, it's just it's I think like it's it's I'm again, I'm not saying, you know, obviously Neil Jordan is a cis man, I'm assuming. Um so, you know, yeah, okay. It's not always the greatest thing to like write marginalized perspectives when you're not marginalized. Something but he doesn't he seem does, to be he doesn't seem to be writing from an entirely outside well, perspective. Well, I was going to say, <laughs> that's what I was going to say, but he's not writing characters for sensationalism. Yeah. And so I feel like that he's not writing like I don't know that he like wrote any of these characters to be played by black actors or white actors. Right. He wrote these characters and likely like rewrote the 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 character like he wrote this movie and then probably rewrote the characters a little bit for whoever got cast. Unless, you know, he had an eye for Yeah, trigger people. warning there too, because it was not fun for me to see Forrest Whitaker with a sack over his head. Look. Yeah, that was hard. Yeah. Uh but I do love the shot where it's it's just his mouth after like after Jude hits him in the mouth and his mouth is bleeding. Yeah. And he's talking about Dill and he's like talking about how he loves her or whatever and he's it's just his mouth and blood i fucking like of course you do you fucking pervert i know but it's such a gorgeous shot and it's so like it's so impactful because you're seeing this like you're not it's not gratuitously violent again it's not gratuitously violent but like he does this thing where he puts his tongue on the cut you know like he's talking and then he just stops and he kind of goes and it's it's done in a way that seems almost like how you would not think about it. And you'd just be like, oh, that mm-hmm, hurts, you mm-hmm. know? And so shit like that where it's like, again, like, it's not... Totally forgot that he did an accident. I mean, I... Oh, my God. I'm, Ooh, he, I remember unquote, nothing about the movie, unquote, really. <laughs> accent. It was fine. I'm very judgmental about people's accents. I, I think his is, on, is maybe on par... With Stephen Ray's American accent. <laughs> In uh, apples to oranges. Apples to apples. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. In any I anything that he does an American accent in. Oh. Remember that remember the SVU? Oh, I forgot. He was in SVU and he was like he was in solitary for a long time and then he on Comedy Bang Bang, they love, sh- or Scott Ackerman in particular, loves shitting on Cumberbatch's Doctor Strange <laughs> accent. I haven't seen it. Because he's supposed to be from New York. Oh, God. I swear to God, I just, I'm just letting folks know, stop, stop. New York is probably the worst accent anyone could try to do. New York and a Southern accent. I don't like when people fake a Southern accent. The only time it works Every is Every Southern accent is fake. And the, <laughs> the only time it ever works is when someone's from Australia and they're doing a fake Southern accent because they're transposable. Cool. cool. <laughs> they're so trans. Yeah, but he's not. He's not from Australia. He's not. I thought he was. I don't think, I don't think so. I think he's British, but I don't know if he's Australian. Uh, Maybe I'm wrong. We've had this discussion before. I don't think we have. Not about him. We've had this discussion, but whether people are from Australia or not. Anyway. Who's Aussie? No, because he's from. I said, who's Aussie? Oh, I don't know. Lots of Australian people. So, <laughs> now those are the nominees for best supporting actor. Let me open up Gene's vote and see who you would vote for if you picked the Oscars. If you did, it would go to Jay Davidson in The Crying Game. Absolutely. Okay, a, t- a tricky situation this year. Let me talk directly now to the audience watching this show. There's a secret in The Crying Game. You probably heard about it. And if you plan on seeing it and haven't yet, you might want to turn down the audio on your set. Oh, you're not going to do that now because nobody's going to turn down their audio. Uh, you've been warned now, so no angry calls. What was sent to the soldier's wife from Paris, city of light in Paris he got her silken gown to ascend in town or a city. 
send to the soldier's wife From the south, from Bucharest From Bucharest He sent her shirt embroidered Put that Romanian shirt From the south, from I mean, that you always be true.